Welcome back to Navigating the Human Experience. I'm your host, Alui Maku. I wanted to have another recording out about 10 days ago, but the, the times, they are changing so fast right now. Every day brings new reflections, new experiences, new challenges to the forefront. And there's a lot of push and pull out there debating and arguing. I'm going to speak a bit about that in a little bit, but I want to just share up front here a few key elements that I think are important. What I see is that the the root of the situation is, is very clear. We have arrived at a juncture, a fulcrum point in human history on this planet, where our choices and our decisions and actions have never held more influence and leverage to be critically determining factors in how and in what form and in what way we will exist in this upcoming unknown realm of the future. Never before have things happened so fast, so many changes, so many extraordinary intense challenges that are all just pushing us and playing upon us. In many ways, we aren't really prepared for the the daily onslaught of new information, of, of new things that come in both exciting and unexciting ways. We can easily get pulled into into both directions very quickly. To me, it's a reflection directly upon how much we've prepared ourselves, which is exactly what I, I want to speak about here. We have to be vigilant to discern with intelligence, calling upon that deeper mastery of ourselves that has that ability to see, to perceive what is is genuine in this realm in which we're being bombarded with so many perspectives, so many opinions. There's something guiding us beyond all of that. We have to follow that trajectory, that path, that is showing us the way through because it's for better or worse a time in which there is much deception much confusion and yet this is my point at the precisely exact same time never before has the crying out of the human spirit longing to recover its intrinsic depth of connection to the pure and natural ways of being and functioning in a sacred, conscious way, never before has that been more frontally present. Never before have we felt such almost anxious pressure from an indwelling sense of our being. We feel as if we're at this precipice, at this threshold. There's this sense of something on the tip of our tongue. We almost remember it. It's like when you when you know that there's some great unfolding taking place. The original universality of human existence is returning. We know it inside our bones, that we're all connected, we're all one. And there's this this time right now, it's this push and pull, this, this grabbing and attempts to create sides, to create factions, to create distortion but it's all false. It's all falling by the wayside. 
It's like when you see a con artist just in plain sight. You see right through it. We're starting to see through the con. See through the thin veil. It's amazing. And so we, we begin to feel that if we if we don't start learning and recovering how to truly live with integrity and reliability and real connection to purpose, then we will fail, both ourselves and our world. And so it's no coincidence that these things are all happening simultaneously, that we are becoming, on one hand, kind of more separate and disconnected, where all these opinions and debates are just flying around in this this world we've become very addicted to, which provides all these conveniences and opportunities to escape reality and the pain within ourselves so that we externalize and externalize and externalize. But at the same time, we're also becoming intensely convinced that our world, that our bodies, that our culture, that our very livelihoods will continue to be rampant with with issues, with afflictions, with diseases, with differences, competition, greed, and malice. If we don't recover something very original, something very sincere and serene, that we somehow know inside, yet haven't found or been able to access the way in, or even the awareness that it's there. Because if we're to truly realize, then we would start to feel something, something that is so primordial that you cannot argue away with the mind. You can't say, oh, that was just a passing thought or passing experience. It becomes so embedded in you that it's integrated into you. There's no going back. That's what's amazing at this time is I see people, more and more people, lifting the veil, asking questions, looking deeper. It's not a political thing. It's not a left or right thing. It's a deep, deep desire for truth. Deep, deep desire for what is possible. If we get a lot of this fuzz and muck out of the way. I watched this video of this guy saying, you know, when some of these things get removed from our society, it's going to feel so amazing. You guys have no idea how good it's going to feel when we are able to live in a way that has been almost hidden, failed, as I say. And I'll speak more about that in, in just a minute. But before, I feel it's important to talk about how we have to end the corruption within ourselves first. The problem is increased when we allow this deep conditioned programming by this artificial system within our culture to pull us from being in that resonant connection to our spirit. And instead it coerces and convinces us through many stimulations to pursue a certain life that looks on the surface to be ideal, yet alienates us. We descend into a societal stratum of seemingly significant layers and levels of organization that in reality are steeped in ignorance of the true desires of our collective and personal heart, our connection to the great power. There was a wise teacher once said, 
you cannot serve two masters. And so when we serve the tendencies and the inclinations to be woven into this certain role-playing game of life, rather than living truly as we were created to live, we serve that inertial old force that keeps us defeated and wounded, disheartened towards that once-believed great potential to be a part of a beautiful, sustaining, breathing, co-creative reality. And this is what I'm referring to as the inner corruption that we have to understand and face. You see, the darkness that we each hold inside fuses with that of the external dimension around us and in others, and has brought us to fragmentation, brought us to our knees with a sense of desperation. We feel anxious, cold, fearful, and the darkness feeds off of that, grows off of that. We see this emulated all around us, portrayed in literature and films, art and music, but now it's in our face, and we can no longer run away or deny the fact that our plight and our struggle are merely being intensely reflected in our faces and in one another. So now we have to choose. Do we look for a fight? Look for someone to argue with that they're wrong? Look for an escape for someone else to blame? Or can we see that the corruption is, is all of our responsibility to correct? For in the same way that we would bring someone to justice who knowingly frauds or tricks another into ruin, we must bring into the light the aspects that have played out in ourselves that further the confusion, the indolence, the false functionalities in our focus and pace of life. The plague of corruption, as I've heard coined recently, this pandemic, this virus, it's not just a disease that affects our bodies. There's a disease that we've allowed into our spirit, into our souls. We don't need to wear face masks. We need to wear soul masks, protect ourselves from those invasive frequencies. Because each one of us has this beautiful, divine spark of light. We're trying to discern and find what is real, looking for answers. We have to keep insisting, insisting on the truth being revealed. Because this corruption has been going on for centuries. So much to the point that we can't even imagine what life would be like without it. Like if you lived in an abusive household, and didn't know it until somebody told you what what life was like in other houses. And that's the situation we're in right now. And they say the darkest hour is right before the dawn. And so, my friends, it's the time that we hold that conviction. That conviction which comes from the place in us that knows this cannot stand, the determination, the solid standing that we must be released from these tentacles that are very subtle, so subtle that we don't even notice them. We've become so used to them that we don't even realize how pervasive they are because we've been conditioned to accept it, but no longer. 
we know now. We know that we are here to shine. There's something unfolding that we need to participate in right now. It's not about science or politics or who's right or who's wrong. It's that synchronistically there's a very precise chance that's being offered that we can connect with. It's being handed to us. We have to take that leap of faith into something that Perhaps our mind doesn't know or understand, but it's already, it it always has been known inside ourselves. Because in the same way that a child still wants to come and cuddle up to his mother, even after he's done breastfeeding, because he remembers that sense of connection and security, we remember still what it feels like to be with our mother, to be connected to our spirit. And it's from that place that we know what is right and what is wrong. And that's so important right now. We cannot allow ourselves to be lied to any longer. And look, I'm not here to say one way or the other is correct. I've actually been very saddened to see what's playing out online on Facebook, old friends attacking one another over opinions, beliefs. It's actually a sign of the collapse when there's so much debate and anger and fear. We are creating a new world. A new world is being born out from the ashes of this old world. But there's a crossover time right now. Be a part of the next creation by doing the work in yourself as I try to do. There's an illusory dimension whereupon we experience the illusion of separation, illusory perceptions. And this is by and large what's being broadcast. It leads us to feel incapable of rising above incapable of standing in our sovereignty, in our power, in the value of ourselves. But the true achievement is to listen. Listen to the real broadcast. The real matrix is emanating out from the great center of the galaxy and from your heart. We have to obey that calling. Now, obedience is a word that has a lot of stigma. Nobody wants to obey, but there's two kinds of obedience. There's obedience that is imposed, and its evil stepbrother is disobedience. They're both based on the same thing, confusion and distortion. So you get forced to obey, and then you want to disobey. But all of that continues to further that darkness that clouds our perception. The other obedience is the obedience of love. The obedience that is in our spirit that knows we are here to follow the light. In the same way that when you're in love with someone, you'll do anything to continue that love, to further that love, to keep that love growing. That's obedience. Willingness to do whatever it takes to continue 
something beautiful happening. Just like a child wants to make their parent happy, a child loves to be appreciated by their parents. It's very fulfilling, not out of a validation or obligation, but the experience of knowing that there's a deep love there that wants to be honored. And so obedience is obedience to our heart, to obey the calling of our heart, to obey the calling of our soul. And that's where we discern what is real. When we obey the calling of our soul, everything that is false falls away. And we're able to see and perceive the way energy is supposed to be running, how energy is supposed to be shared, presented, passed, delivered, reciprocated. And this is what unites us. This is what brings us together. This is what defeats all those debates and arguments and confusion. Because look how draining that is. I, I got into it a little bit, I'll say it, I'll admit it. I responded to a few posts, I put up a few things, and then got involved a little bit on Facebook in the last few weeks. And I, I continue to share things that I think are valuable. But I noticed this this tendency to see what someone wrote back, and, and do I agree with them or do I disagree, you know? And noticing the tendency to to try to see, oh, is this someone I like or is this someone I don't like because I agree with them or I don't agree with them. But then we miss the whole point, which is actually the beautiful point, and that is that never before have we all been pushed to experience practically the same thing. This whole corona thing is like a great gift if we take it the way it's meant to be. Because without this experience, we would still be struggling in a veil of illusion. So something is orchestrating this potential for us to finally become disillusioned. You know, a lot of people say, taking the red pill. I don't think we even need to take anything. We don't need to even choose. The choice has already been made. Our spirit agreed to do this to be awakened and for many of us we don't even have a, a choice any longer whether to go back to how things were because now it's too real it's like I remember that movie Pleasantville you know in black and white and then the guy starts seeing in color you can't go back to black and white and pretend like you didn't see color and it's so beautiful because it's been a while, but what I remember from the movie is that he was determined to help others to see, to see the real beauty, colors. And of course, there were those that were very angry at his attempts to awaken people to that, that perception. So from, from my perspective, it's, it's not about tearing down the walls and tearing down the system with aggression. Because if history ever repeats itself, we know where that goes. There's a whole other level of revolution that is possible that we've never seen before in, in the political spectrum, but we've definitely seen it in other ways. There was recently a, a beautiful film I saw about a woman who speaks to animals telepathically. 
And there's this black panther that they call Diablo. He was angry and vicious, bloodshot eyes. She starts communicating with him, hearing his story, helping heal. And he didn't like the name Diablo, which means devil in Spanish. He wanted to be called Spirit. All he needed was a little bit of comforting, a little bit of reminding, and he came back to him, his true self. And that's what's going on here. We've been plunged into a, a dark dimension that is actually false, and it's superficial, and it's actually very ignorant not to see through it in the same way that a child having a temper tantrum sometimes just needs to be hugged, needs to be brought down to their senses, needs to be grounded. We have to come to senses. Now I'm not saying that all the evils of the world will go away with a, a hug. We cannot ignore the destructive energies that we have cultivated within ourselves and in our planet, in our global society. The light will guide the way. The love is the most powerful element, but we have to do the work of facing reality and getting to business, because if we don't, we are at a turning point, a precipice, a fulcrum, and things could go wrong. Seriously, that's not meant to instill fear. There's a difference between fear and danger. Fear is an energy that we invite in, that we allow to possess us. Responsiveness to danger is natural. We need to respond to a real danger, a real threat, a rampant threat. We have to face it with the love of our spirit in charge, not freaking out. Freaking out gives energy to that which we don't wish to grow and pulls us way off our center in which the teeter-totter can collapse. So be careful, be cautious, be conscious. Do the right thing in every moment. Breathe. Take advantage of the opportunity to wake up right now. The darkest hour is right before the dawn, but the dawn is already appearing on the horizon. We have one last step right now. Don't waste the opportunity. It's essential that each one of us takes this shit seriously. Don't be blind. Don't be stupid. But also, don't forget how beautiful you are. How powerful you are. How extraordinarily valuable you are to the entire system. To the entire network. To the entire universe. When you're down, Connect with your heart, with the earth, with the cosmos. Remember, we're doing the work. Nothing can stop the human spirit when it's on its mission with tenacity, integrity, dedication, perseverance. That's true resilience from an indwelling power source that is like a well that has no bottom. Draw upon that source, you will always be supported. Thank you so much.